Hello and welcome to another episode with that baby behind the mic. And today's episode we're going to be talking about employees' benefits. So first off, in going on Google, of course, to search on some extra details, I typed in employees' benefits in Nigeria, and the, like I think the first seven recommendations, because you know, it will suggest some things for you, was just about unemployment this and unemployment that before it got to what I was looking for. And I was wondering, because I know many a times those things are ranked based on what people search more when those um, words are typed in. And it, it was really a concern that most people actually look for benefits when they're out of employment rather than looking for the benefits when they're about to get employed. It's reverse, I don't know how to put it now, applying it in reverse. <laughs> So um, we're going to jump into this episode and I would say before we get in, one of the things that really inspired me about this episode is it was more or less like when you're done with school, go and get a job and then after you've gotten like a number of jobs before you then realize that, okay, wait a minute, there's supposed to be this, 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 I'm supposed to be looking out for when I'm looking for the job, not just a job and pay. So there are other things called employee benefits which are mostly non-financial compensation provided to an employee as part of their employment contract beyond the scope of their salary or wages so basically it's a way of like making them more competitive in the case of where there's more than one offer you have to consider at a particular time however in some cases it's rarely the case for some people uh, in a country where unemployment is on the high so jumping into the episode, the first thing we're going to talk about is HMO, which is Health Maintenance Organization. This, I would say, is very important because it saves you tons and tons of emergency expenses that you're just going to be running out of your pocket and could be saved for other things. Because many of times, it's not like your body's going to say, okay, so you know what, on Tuesday, I'm going to be sick, so just get ready. And we have to go to the hospital and get checked and tested and yada, yada, yada. You just wake up in the morning, you feel a certain way. And before you know it, in the afternoon, you're probably in the hospital one thing or the other. Sometimes it could just be one minor thing. Sometimes it could be extreme. All going down to financial expenses. So, which many a times as an adult, you really just want to avoid. Because like you're going through a lot and the last thing you want is some random expense from nowhere. And health is priority, so it's something that you have to spend as it is, not something that I say, okay, well, I can do this later. Like, I can keep my sickness for like a week and then deal with it the following week or so. Anyways, this is one of the most provided benefits by companies here in Nigeria. And I just want to be very honest. I would say many a times the HMOs are like really low qualities, except you're like in manager level the HMO usually covers the staff themselves or it covers them and their dependents if you're married. However, in some cases, even if you're married, it only covers you. One thing I would say with this benefit is when you are being provided it at your place of work is to ask questions with the HMO before you actually go to the hospitals. Because I noticed that there's been this, um, I think like, is it like a communication gap between the HMO providers and the hospitals many a times. And if you're not careful, you'll be caught in between their communication issues and you can get there and then be thinking 
you're on a certain band, but on your HMO service, you're on a different band. Band meaning like the extent to which your HMO can cover your health concerns. So just get all those nitty gritty details before you actually visit. And then another thing is some uh, HMO providers, they also give you the chance to also upgrade your package. So if, for example, you're in a lower band and you feel like, okay, the higher band is not that much of a difference and I don't mind to pay the difference so so I get like all the service I need, you can actually reach out to HMO provider rather than just assume that whatever band you've gotten, that's it for life or something. But yeah, I'm sure you get what I mean. Yeah, so <laughs> that's HMO in the wrap. And the next um, benefit we're going to be talking about is leave, paid, unpaid, um, sick leave, maternal leave, all the kind of leaves. So actually in research for this episode, I found that in the Labor Act that is actually co- compulsory for you to provide your staff with a certain number of days for leave. So in case you're working somewhere and for whatever reason they feel like you're not entitled to leave, that's actually illegal. So yeah. Uh, Moving on, I would say this is one of my favorite benefits because I love after working so hard, I get to get my time off and ignore my phone and not think about emails for a good number of days, refresh, and then come back to the office. It's it's one of my best, to be honest. Take away HMO, take away every other thing. Just leave this my good number of days of leave and we're best friends. So one interesting thing that I also found out was for the maternity leave for female workers is also mandatory by the labor act speaking with nigeria labor act in this space just so everybody is on the same page it's actually mandatory for female workers to have six weeks before and six weeks after their um bet of child no provision of male workers however there's an exception in lagos and enugu states for fathers it's not in the labor act you know each state have some of their ways of making extra miles in contributing to this act. And for Lagos and uh, Enugu, they actually, there's an exception for fathers to actually take maternity leave. So, you're welcome. The so other things about having leave is that it's very important because if you have to work 365 days in a year and not have a chance to breathe, the weekends are already too occupied with one thing or the other. So that's it for leave. Oh yeah, I also forgot. Some of them, you get paid and some you don't get paid. Paid in the sense that when you're on the leave, your money still counts. Like, let's say if you divide your salary by each day, like what you earn per day, even if you're on leave, those days will still count. So that's more or less like paid leave. Why by unpaid leave is that while you go those days don't count so like it's going to be taken out of your total paid days for the month and things like that which to be honest i really don't know why people still apply that tactic moving on our next benefit to discuss is pension i would say this one was very tricky for me at first because i got into the workspace there were some things i got some heads up on however most of them were more of foreign content so with the pension they refer to them as 401k in America. Thankfully now, 
there's more content that we can relate to here in Nigeria. Um, we don't really have like a, a system really set up like the way you say they have the 401k and different kind of keys for pension. Ours is just pension, pension per se. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I know so far. Here are two types. There's the contribution pension, which is where the employer and the employee contribute towards the pension of the employee. And then there's the one where the employer covers the full cost of the employee's pension. However, with most companies trying to cut costs at the same time, giving good value, have sticked more to the contribution pension. Here in Nigeria, the contribution ratio is more of 8% from the employee's salary and then 11% comes in from the employer. One really tricky thing about this one is that many companies, unfortunately, have kind of used this as some tactics to rip people off of their money. Many times, there's been cases of where people have um, gotten, they say, okay, this is part of your benefit, and then they start deducting this money from their salary. However, they're not remitting this money. And there's no evidence of where this money is going. You just know someone's taking this money in the name of their doing contribution pension. However, there's no evidence of where they remit. So I would say you should, as much as possible, smarten up about it. That the moment any deduction is made for pension, you should demand for the details of where the pension funds are going to. Technically, what's supposed to happen is you're supposed to have a pension account in your name because the contribution is for the employee, not for the employer, not for the, uh, I don't know how to put it now, um, resignation package or retirement package that, okay, is went to when you're retiring, they will give it to you. No, it is as it is being deducted. So I would say as much as possible, if you've been working in your company or for whatever reason, they're deducting pension and they're not showing you the remit, kindly check on that. It's very important. So you're not just contributing money to some cause that you might not be able to touch. There are many people who have gone into that whole struggle and then they maybe leave the job and for whatever reason, they start laying claims that, oh, because you had left before, they started remitting. Funny stories. So please have that in mind and also the percentage so that it's not like someone is ripping you off by actually deducting more than it to summarize everything basically just demand for your pay slip once once you get paid and you see that the money is not adding up to what you think you should be having as your take home another thing too like the hmo you can also match up what your employer is contributing for your pension the thing is with many of them here i, I would say for most nigerian companies it's, it's it's a slim line to say to tell your employer that okay so you know what i want to match up to what you're paying to what you're paying towards my pension instead what i would recommend is you have the pension details already you can go ahead and then have some kind of meeting or appointment and discuss with whoever is managing your account with whatever uh, pension providers if different kinds of ones all over the place and tell them that you want to you know you would know the difference when um you receive like your statement and your alert from um, deposit into your pension account and then oh yes you just use your calculator calculate the difference go into the um 
have some discussion with your pension provider and then match it up by yourself. I would really advise you disturbing your employer to say, oh, you know what, please match up my dis- deduction towards your contributing to my pressure. Nah, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really advise that, to be honest. But everyone to their own choice. The next benefit we're going to be talking about is disability insurance. This is really important whereby you're working in a company that tends to have a lot of hazards during the course of the work and things like that. So if in the case of something were to happen to you, yes, there's a HMO to cover whatever it is that's uh, to cover like your health concerns, but whereby it could lead to some form of disability or you being unable to perform your job for a, a period of time that the company still has you covered so for example let's say in my office there was a staff who had some kind of accident and he kind of was in a little bit of a coma for like a month plus and while he was there the company like contributed extra to whatever his health cost was that maybe his HMO didn't cover and he still got paid during the period he was out of work so things like that if you, especially if you have dependents on you, it's good to be able to to talk about those kind of things when you're getting when you're choosing between jobs or you're trying to see what what's the benefits and maybe leaving where I am to another place address. The next one, which is one of the favorites most people, is pecs, bonuses, and raise. So, one thing first off is to know like this is. This there are lots of tricky ones, but forgive me for for the number of times I'll repeat that word. As many times people were like, okay, so you get to work with us in your probation, and after a certain period of time, we're going to confirm you as our staff. Yada yada yada. Up until then, you cannot get this like you can get like you can get like bonuses or a raise or um be able to be able to benefit in other perks that the company provides. And so people, they tend to drag this probation period forever and ever. I would advise whatever it is that they claim as probation period should be duly signed in your contract. I know many people, they might listen to, to this episode and be like, how are people working with that contract? I'm not kidding you. In Lagos, there are many ridiculous companies who basically just word of mouth okay you have the job come and start working and not kid you not people just literally resume working until something goes wrong and then it's like well actually you know there was no written agreement to whatever it is you're trying to claim that is creating the whole situation at that point in time it might happen in other states to be honest but i think um being that most of my work experience is in Lagos, I can only testify to that. Moving on on pecs, bonuses, and raise, I would say is to ask also how often your salary gets reviewed. Does it get reviewed after 10 years? After a couple of months? After certain projects have been achieved? Is it based on performance or how long you're committed to the company? Maybe there's 13 months. And then surprisingly, in the course of getting my details for this episode, it is actually not mandatory for employers to pay 13 months according to the Labor Act. I know, I know, it is not mandatory. 
it is only just some form of um extra support but it's not mandatory so when people are crying so they, and they don't even pay 13 months my dear it's but it's not mandatory so yeah other things could be like housing feeding um it could be as little as even staff buses so for some people that those staff buses saves them a lot of having to do the hustle and bustle of commuting and saving them like saves them the cost of like transport apart from the whole hustle and bustle as well so those are all the benefits i like to talk about there are tons of benefits that people get from like their um, employment employers that offer numerous benefits but i decided to focus on this five benefits because those are like the top practice benefits i would say among employers in nigeria that i know of so I'm hoping that these five benefits being discussed are really helpful to you. And I'll also say another thing is one way to really find out many of all these things. If you're already working and you're wondering, huh, I know I have some deductions, but I'm not sure what is for what. One way to figure all those out there is to, to demand for your pay slip. If it's not given to you, like, automatically, you have every right to demand for a pay slip from your work from as far back to the first your your date of resumption so this you have a really legal right to actually request for that also to request for your tax deductions because as uh, um how i put it out with the way the taxes are getting a bit serious in nigeria of remitting and not um avoiding tax payments this one to some employers actually do some kind of um, shady deals of like actually saying they're deducting a certain amount for tax, but they only remit like half. And then you're just contributing some kind of money back to the company that you're not supposed to in the first place. Outside that, there's some things that um, you would actually need like your tax ID for. And your tax ID is to show that you have actually been paying your taxes complete. If, for example, you want to get in some kind of government grant or something, there's some random government issues that you have to actually provide those things. So if your company is actually deducting um, tax from your money and then paying, which technically they should because it is mandatory uh, with the term of payee, P-S-U-N, it would be good to actually get like your peer ID and just to be sure everything is in order and whatnot. So you don't have like some kind of backlog hanging in government record whereby you've been deducted, that money has been deducted from your money like a while back and all of that. So I hope it really helps. A number of times people have this um, benefits but really don't use them as surprising as it sounds. Like you see people, they go the whole year, they've worked really hard and they're like, didn't I do even exhaust my leave? Especially if you work in a place where you can't roll over your leave. So rolling over basically is that if the year ends, that's it. If you didn't use it, too bad. Next year you start afresh. So it's not like, oh, so I didn't use 10 days. I'm going to take my 10 days the following year. Very few people actually let that happen. But then again, why take the chances of rolling over or not when it's actually your right and all you have to just do is to plan it, plan it properly and I'm very sure you can utilize it very well. Also for HMOs, 
a number of people they have these benefits already but then they fall sick or they feel ill and then they go straight to the pharmacies for um self-medication rather than actually take the benefit that is already being paid for because this is where a lot of the hay table guys are just cashing out because if you don't use it it's more money in their pocket so i really don't see why you're stressing yourself spending money also that you could save you need to save all that money for something else even if you have no goal or investment plan at least there must be one fancy thing that you want to spend that money on not like i would advise that but in the case of where really that's your situation yeah so i would really say make the most of this um benefits it really helps a lot with working and coping with this whole adulting phase and dealing with things left right and center and yeah so i hope you did enjoy this episode please do share once again this is that baby behind the mic it's available on all platforms you can leave a dm for me with the handle and the info of this episode i hope to hear from you yeah have a good time bye to the next episode <laughs>